blanks under facilities. Ready? You only have three. The first word is communication. Communication. The second blank is facilities. So communication and then facilities. And the third one is neglect. Communication in the first blank, facilities in the second, neglect. Let me read you that paragraph. No advertising or communication about who you are will speak louder than the state of your facilities. Therefore, you cannot afford to neglect their appearance and their quality. And guys, we have five best practices we want to give you because facilities, they are a, it's a giant billboard that sets static and everybody that drives by it makes a judgment on who you are and what you are. Number one, uh, ask an outside designer to visit your facilities and give you a fresh perspective. Fresh out of eyes. Evan, let's talk about it. Yeah, so what, what you could do is, uh, maybe not necessarily a, a, a design company, but an idea that you could do is find somebody that has a great looking facility in your community. Uh, people that, uh, a place where people are already hanging out. So an idea could be if you have a Starbucks down the road from you or someplace that looks nice is to go in and talk with their manager. Cause especially at Starbucks, they're all trained on how their facility needs to look like because they're wanting to create a third place that you hang out at. So they're trained in that. So you could grab that manager and ask them, Hey, would you walk by and walk through our facility and provide us with some information of what you're seeing of where people would want to hang out or what space it would look like or what, what it smells like or what the signage look like. So that's a great place to find somebody that's already educated in uh, creating perfect spaces for people. You know, I have a great friend and we had a phrase that we used. Pastor Phil and I have started using it. I had a great friend that was in the that was a manager. He was the sort of the go-to fix-it manager anytime the shop and save. Uh, they, had a, they had a location that was declining. He was their fix-it guy. And there was a phrase they used in the grocery business. If you will notice, something you will never see out of order in every grocery business is the banana table. The number one item that people go to a grocery store to buy is bananas. Who would have known? And every grocery store makes sure that the banana table is in order it's organized, it's full, it's ready. And so we started saying, hey, this is a banana table issue. Uh, we, we wanted someone to come in and look at our facilities that didn't, do you know what in, industrial blindness is? You walk past a, a broken tile in your foyer all the time and you don't even, after a little bit of time, you don't even see it. And then someone with a fresh perspective, Evan, comes in and the first thing, man, why don't y'all fix that tile? I think even, even if you're bringing in somebody, another church person to have them walk through the building. We just sold a house recently, and we had some friends come over. and like, can you walk through our house and, and be honest? Let me know if it smells in here, right? Because I don't know if it smells because I'm in it all the time. Like, does it smell like a kid? Does it smell like a dog? Does it smell like shoes? And I think the same thing with the church. You could you walking in, and, and you don't notice certain things, but that new set of eyes... You can only have that new set of eyes once, mm -hmm. and then you lost it, so it becomes, you're kind of used to all the problems. And why it's important is because every new person that walks in is a fresh set of eyes, and it's not their church yet. They don't have a connection to the old broken down chair that sits in the foyer because, well, that's where grandpa sat. That was his chair. We love it. You can't, no, they're wondering why you got old broke down furniture. So fresh eyes. Number two, uh, ensure that signage is abundant and clear and excellent. Evan, why is signage 
Yeah, so signage, I've heard this, is that when somebody walks into church, they're looking for one of three things, and we got to have signage that shows them to one of three things. One is the first thing is the bathroom. They're asking for, I've got to go, and i got to go now. Where do I go? The second one is... And they don't really want to ask somebody. (laughs) Correct. Yeah, Yeah, I've got to go to the bathroom. Where's Uh, the bathroom? The second one is, is the auditorium. And then the third one is, is where do I take my kids? So right when they walk in their auditor- right when they walk into your lobby or whatever space they come into the door, they need to be able to see signage that directs to kids, auditorium, and bathroom. We said that it's, it's abundant. What does clear and excellent mean? Clear and excellent. So what, what we like to do is we do signage in buildings that are for the non-attender. Meaning we don't use cutesy words to describe certain things. We use plain English, uh, English to describe Restroom it. with you an know, arrow. Yeah, yeah, restroom. We don't use, uh, for our auditorium, we, our, our sanctuary, we call it auditorium instead of like the holy place, you know, where the spirit dwells. So we don't put that on signage. <laughs> like even for coffee, like we're like, this is coffee. We don't do Hebrews or, con- you know, we don't want to make it confusing. I think that's the, the clear I think that's the clear way. And then the excellent way is to making sure that it's, it's easily readable. If you think about all of the street signs when you came here, all of the street signs, all of this, uh, this, the speed limit signs, it's all the same font. It's actually Hevelica. But it's all the, all the same font. It all looks the same and it's easy to read. So I think that's make it clear, make it plain English, and then make it excellent, clean easy to read. So a poster board with a jumbo marker? Yes, right. Probably not? <laughs> Probably not. A great resource for this is actually, if, if you go to Pinterest and, and type in church wayfinding signage, you'll see excellent examples of, of clear signage. Amen. Good. So lots of signing. Uh, ensure that your signage is abundant, it's clear, and that it's excellent. Number three is introduce, I love this, fresh smelling fragrances into your facilities especially, but not exclusively, the bathrooms. Let me comment on this one. I walked into a building not long ago, and the whole church, it was like warm chocolate chip cookies. I thought, I love this place. (laughs) There are all kinds of technologies, and there are lots of uh, corporate entities. Uh, Disney is king of this, of having since introduced into passageways and into rooms, and they are all just these sensory, warm, mom's kitchen sort of uh, uh, even seasonal things where they put evergreen smell. Now, be careful, you know, I think that's, I don't, you know, be careful, don't go overdo it, because there are also people who are sensitive to scents as it relates to migraine headaches and things like that. But be, be aware that you can create an environment with, uh, with, with, with the olfactory senses, but also I think certainly restrooms, and I don't want them to be gross, they need to smell clean. Yeah. Amen? Uh, Evan? I think all throughout facilities, what you have to think through is you're telling a story. So you're telling a story from the outside of when they pull in the parking lot of how the signage looks outside to when you're walking into the lobby of seeing those three different areas. And then the smell introduces that. And that's where Disney is there. They're telling this story. If you walk through the mall and you walk by Cinnabon, Cinnabon is pumping their scent out through vents out into the mall so you smell that. 
Um, and so one of the fragrances that you can get, there's a major company called Scent Air. It's scentair.com, which is big commercial. One of the value engineered ways that we do scent in our building is there's uh, Weston Hotels actually has their fragrances in a little fan that you can put into multiple uh, parts of your building. And it, the, the scent is called White tea or white linen mm. so it smells like it smells clean instead of adding a layer of fragrance mm -hmm. of you know potpourri or something like that i love it all right um yeah, we've dealt with a lot of portable spaces mm -hmm. if you go if you're in schools you, you know that it smells so make sure that you pump pump scents into there to help make it clean very good let's go to number four moving quickly uh ask larger churches for their stage designs when they're done with them uh, how many of you know that every church has a, a big storage unit somewhere, storage closet, storage, well, it used to be a Sunday school class, but now it's got all of those uh, uh, Easter program costumes in it hung up. And it's got the choir robes that we never used. And somewhere back there, there are stage designs because churches rotate them. And you say, well, we can't afford or we don't have that kind of creativity uh, large churches rotate those things out and most of the time they don't keep them. So find someone that you admire for their stage designs and just say, hey, Evan, when you guys are done with that, because they will eventually be, now they're not going to give you the LED moving lights and stuff, but, but can we have your stage designs? Can we utilize that? And you'll, I'm telling you, people, we used to annually for our VBS, uh, we, used to, we used to sort of co-opt with other churches that we knew we're going to do the same VBS and we would get all of the workers from all three churches together and build much more elaborate stage designs than any of us could have done individually. And then because we weren't doing them on the same week, we would move, we would take a trailer over and it was our week for the stage design. And you can benefit from large churches that will let you have what they're, what they're rotating out of. Yes, that's, that's a great idea. The other thing with stage designs is you have to think on a Sunday morning, whether your service is 60 minutes, 65 minutes, 70 minutes, that people are staring at the stage for that long amount of time. And so there's, you have to put your perspective into sit where they are, maybe go into your auditorium this next week and you sit there for an hour and look at your stage and see the things that they're looking at the entire time and the things of distractions that can be to them that would pull them away from the message or pull them away from worship. Some of those could be if you have cords all over the stage, running all over the place. I've been in auditoriums where I'm like, I'm just confused by all of the cords or the mic stands or as you're speaking behind you is all the music stands from the worship team are still up there. Um, all of those can become a distraction. So when you're looking at your stage design, man, just sit in your auditorium for an hour and look at the stage and think about what's distracting to me right now that's going to pull people's attention away. Very good. Um, but guys, this isn't necessarily stage designs, but just the aesthetics of your building. Uh, it, it is amazing what a coat of paint will do. Um, it, it is very simple to create atmosphere. It's low budget to paint and to design. Uh, you've got people in your congregation right now. Uh, I, I tell my wife all the time, I walk into a room that's really well designed. I have no idea how to do that but I know it when I see it. Uh, find those people in your church that know how to make your church look beautiful and create a budget, give them some, some funds to do it, and then turn them loose. Number five, uh, change the bathroom decor with the season. Uh, you say, why, why, the, why just the bathroom? 
First of all, you may not be able to decorate the whole church. Maybe you don't have the budget to bring you know, Christmas decor to the whole building if you're starting small. So uh, do small-scale things in your restrooms. Everyone's going to visit that room eventually. All right? You can make a large impact on a small budget by having clean, beautiful, decorated restroom facilities. Uh, you can do a lot with a little there. Right? Let's sit there on the bathrooms for a second. <laughs> with the smelling of the bathrooms, I, we one of the things that uh, go into, you know, uh, find places that are already doing well with bathrooms, one of those is, is Chick-fil-A. One of the ideas that we grab from Chick-fil-A is that they, uh, it smells good in there, then they provide resources for, or for people that are needing resources, whether uh, lotions or you know, body spray, mints, put those in there. And then also on the walls, they have a, a mouthwash dispensers. And so does the Fields Church in Mattoon. Yeah. So we grab that same yeah. idea, put those onto that. I mean, people use that up. They're, you know, the little Dixie cups, but that helps. The other thing with changing the decor in the bathroom with the seasons, one of the ideas we found from Applebee's a long time ago was Applebee's was putting around Father's Day, like three weeks up leading to Father's Day, they would put Father's Day cards in the bathrooms. Same with Mother Day, three weeks up, they would put Mother's Day cards in the bathrooms. Valentine's Day, uh, we would just start looking at holidays that we could, we put cards into the bathrooms. That and people so, take? that you can take. So we're setting up the husband for Valentine's Day. He goes into the bathroom, goes to the bathroom, sees blank Valentine's Day cards, fill those up. You don't know how many times me as a dad, I've gotten the bathroom Father's Day cards from my kids. I'm like, you've been in the church bathroom, haven't you? Um, but wait, you're just setting them up for success in the bathroom where they already or, are, washing their hands, getting these or blank cards. tremendous failure because now the wife says... Yeah. There were free cards in the bathroom, and you didn't even get me one. You were in there for 10 right. minutes, and so, you didn't even see the card. Yeah, so it, it can go both ways. So that said, changing the decor, also think about that. How can you put resources into people's hands? Yeah. Guys, it's, once again, you have such an opportunity to make an impact with your facilities. Uh, you don't have to have a big budget to do it. Um, and you can just be an incredible, an incredible, uh, it's a PR piece that instantly invites people in. And once they're in, these things cause them, it's a statement of who you are, the excellence, the stewardship, uh, the, the attention to detail, all of that without saying a thing, you have communicated a tremendous message to people about who you are. Yeah, absolutely. The thing that we continue to tell our team is that uh, the, the church is not a building. The church is people. Mm -hmm. The building is a tool. Yep. And there's nothing sacred in the building. And so we even had a, a pastor on our staff that whenever he went to the church, he would always say, hey, I'm going to go to the building today. I'll, 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 see, I'll be at the building at 9 o'clock today. He would never call it the church because it's people. So you just have to kind of realize that it's, it's a building and allow God to use it as a tool however you want. And, and buildings are meant to get used. Buildings are meant to get dirty. Buildings are meant to be uh, loud and messy. We always tell our custodian when I see her on Mondays after a huge week, I'm like, man, isn't it, isn't it great that you get to clean this building again another week because it's been used? Yeah, it's good. 
So guys, we're going to go to Q&A. Uh, questions about buildings. If Evan and I don't know, we've got some others here that can help us out. What are your questions? Anything about how, anything we can help you with as it relates to facilities? I know we've kept you in these seats a good while this morning. That's why we tried to move quickly through this last session. Anything at all? Well, Any ideas for fixing a super echoey room? <laughs> uh, well, actually, yes. Um, we, we built our own. First of all, if you've never dealt with acoustic companies, they are phenomenally expensive. Uh, the, the sound reduction panels that they sell seem like a phenomenal expense. You can absolutely build your own. We built frames out of MDF. We bought the fiberboard insulation. We had ladies upholster them in dark um, um, burlap material. And by the time we hung them around our children's ministry area, we actually, we actually bought the material that matched the color of the paint on the walls. We actually went backwards. We found the material and then we painted the walls so that when we put them up, we didn't spray paint them because you mess up the acoustic details, but we built them for a tenth of the cost. And they worked, it was the same material inside that they used and we covered a room half this size and instantly fixed the, the sound problem. So I am, I'm king of cutting out the distributors, doing it ourselves, find a way. We found carpet tiles one time from a hospital where a guy had gone in and taken up all of the carpet tiles and cle he cleaned the carpets professionally first and then took up the carpet tiles. We bought them from him, so we didn't buy new carpet tiles. We bought them for about 10% of what new ones cost. And by the time you put them down, if we had one with a spot, we threw it out. We put in new carpet for a tenth of the cost. We, goodness, we've, we, we've, we've just done so much so many times. So you can do an amazing, find volunteers, people that can't sing, they can't preach, they can't, they can't lead, but man, they can lay some floor tile. All right, find it's a blessing to them when you ask them. Hey, um, now you got to get with them. I tell you what, I've laid a million square feet of tile because if I tell them, "Will you come help me lay tile?" Oh man, they'll all show up. So, yeah, you can do a lot. Andrew, I know a lot of folks when they're looking at their facilities are saying, "I mean, this thing just needs to be burned down and started over." So, if you so knowing that we can't do it all, what's the best bang for the buck? Where, should, where are the places to start when we think about, okay, we want to invest some money into our facility and we got way more to do than what we can do. Where should we start? I'll start this and you jump on. You can always save money if you stay under the same roof. All right, what, what do I mean by that? Uh, leave the exterior walls. You can rearrange interior walls. You can move inside space. The moment you start building additional roof line, pouring more concrete, your price is gonna go exponentially up. So for instance, if you had this building and it was divided in a way and you say, oh, it's the worst, redivide it. You may need to get engineering drawings and pull permits to do that, uh, but as long as you stay under the existing roof line, you say, well, that doesn't give us any more room. Often it's just a reallocation of what you need uh, and you can make it new, you can make it, because two before walls and sheetrock and electrical, it's foundations, roofs, and infra infrastructure, plumbing, those things, that's where you spend your money. If you leave it under the same roof line, you can make phenomenally 
the first church I pastored was in an old car lot building, an old metal building. It was the, I told them when they interviewed me, what do you think of our building? I honestly told them this, Evan. I said, it's the ugliest church I've ever seen. And I said, but I've got some ideas. And they hired me. And so, uh, yeah, you can do a lot. Stay under the existing roof. Evan, what else? Anything else? I, would, I would start with high traffic areas. Put your money into high traffic areas. So you're thinking lobbies. Uh, you're thinking kid spaces. The auditorium doesn't need a lot of money as long as you have good sound system, good audio. Like the rest can be black and you can uh, bring in lights down lower. It covers a multitude of sins. And uh, that's what you can do. And what we've done in office spaces, man, the office is the cheap stuff. The cheap furniture, the Ikea. Don't spend any money there. Spend it all up front of where people are going to be walking through. Can I give some crack? practical advice. We just did this, exactly what you guys are talking about, for under $200. All we did was buy drapes, new drapes, that go with our colors, made them really bright or vibrant, bought some stuff at a Hobby Lobby that smelt nice, put them in every room, put up all these signs, so every new signs that were nice, and they looked nice, and, and new signage outside. And the first weekend we did it, everybody was like, Wow, that was awesome. And I was thinking, all we did was move drapes up, made them look nicer, put up signs. In it. But it, it blew people's minds. That, and, oh, it smelled nice. Don't clean on Sunday morning with mop and glow. Don't ever do that. <laughs> hey, let me, let me talk to you just for a second about change. Because when you start changing facilities, people can very quickly push back. Wait a minute. That, that's been that way. That's the importance of the vision team. You, you let them be a part of building the process. You've got to create momentum for why that's important. Before you, before you tear down a wall, they, they leave on one Sunday, they come back the next, and the, you know, it's, it's, all, it's all gone. You, you'll be gone the week after that, all right? So you've got to build a community that is behind what you're trying to do. You let them push the momentum forward so that it's their idea, and then you can move things, change things, modernize things. But don't do that until you build a vision uh, and have, have told them why, so that they understand the importance. Because while it may not be sacred, there are people that think it is. And you can't run roughshod over those people. Just because it's not sacred, you still have to respect the fact that they think it is. Amen. You, you, you get them on board with you, then, then you, can, you can move heaven and earth. Do you have uh, pest control as a part of your facility plan? I feel Ab like that's a, an area where... Absolutely. We always had a contract with the exterminator. You've been talking about interior of the facilities, but what about exterior? Where does that fall uh, in the list of upgrading or maintaining compared to the high traffic areas? I would, depending on the road that you're on, yeah. that would be high traffic. Um, we have one of our facilities, 22,000 cars drive by a day. We're across from Walmart in a small community. That's the, that's the best place to be. So um, when we've had people come to the church, that's, we would say, hey, how, did somebody invite you here? How did you hear about us? They're like, no, we saw your sign. And we're like, you came because you saw a sign? So I think you're right on the external is high traffic as far as everybody seeing it. I don't think the outside of buildings have to be elaborate. 
Um, I think there is a, you had mentioned uh, saving money by not moving around walls, not messing with, uh, you know, the foundation or running plumbing. One of the things that we've done recently is we begin to expand our uh, lobby spaces outside because it's cheaper because we're not using any walls. So we're moving patio furniture. We can do concrete. We can do playgrounds outside that are high traffic that people can see. It shows that there's life inside of the church, that there's younger people there, but it kept the cost really low. You know, uh, sound absorption material, you want to look for something called sheep's wool. <laughs> sheep's wool is, is the key thing. And the biggest thing is fix what's broken. I mean, it's the broken stuff that, that stands out. Just fix what's broken. And if you're looking for an outside eye, go to your florist or your carpet stores in your town. Usually the carpet store or the florist has somebody who's pretty good with design and will come in and give you a, uh, that, that fresh eye. Guys, we're also available. We've got a great team here at Lake Williamson. Steve Evans, myself, Andrew, Pastor Phil. We, we're in churches every Sunday. We, we constantly see excellence. Uh, and so you could just say, hey, would you guys drive over? Walk through the building with me. Um, put, put fresh eyes on it. We love doing that. Uh, we'll be glad to help.